Hi guys and welcome back to the My Effing Skipper podcast. Uh, today it's just me and Jacob just going to yeah. be talking about our thoughts on the Liverpool game which has literally just finished about five minutes ago so it's still still pretty fresh uh, in our minds. But um, So what, what would you say is the main takeaway that you got from the game, Jacob? It's a weird one, man, because I... I'm not used to coming out of losses with any sort of positivity, but today, since the restart especially, we've played so much better defensively and as an attacking unit than we have the previous few games. Yeah. It, so it's a it's a weird one, and in the end, ultimately the summary is as as much harder we worked than Liverpool and as better we pay we played in the whole of it. When you've got the quality they possess of the Marnes and the Salas, and obviously the Firminos who came on later on, the Oxlade Chamberlain, just even the few bit part players like him, it was so much better. You don't have to try as hard. So when, when you when they're in the position where we need to we need to work a little bit harder here to get a goal, they probably didn't have to work nearly as hard as we did to play yeah, as hard as we did to get their goal. So it's it's a really tough one to call, man, because uh, I. I it's a shame that we couldn't play this well against Wolves and the Sheffield United because we would have picked up points. Probably oh, if, we'd have, if we'd have played like that, we'd, we would have beat... I reckon we would have beat Wolves if we played like that. And obviously, if we'd have played like that against Sheffield, then maybe they would have maybe they would have uh, retaliated a bit more. And obviously, they had that goal that should have counted, but didn't. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Wolves, we definitely could have won. Newcastle, 100%, we would have yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean... I think, mate. Even the Chelsea game, we could have picked up a point if we had just played a little bit like we said. Because the Chelsea game, we were so much beyond the ball and lack of possession. Today, we were we picked up the ball so much and we looked so much more confident defensively. Players like McGinn were coming back into to how they were playing in the beginning of the season. He looked much more reliable. Louise again was fantastic. I just think when we were going forward, when we did get those counter attacking opportunities, we didn't we didn't possess that killer ball enough to create enough chances to actually score against them but on the whole we did play a lot better but like I said before when you've got the quality they possess you haven't got to try nearly as hard as we do to get a goal so I put out tough. a tweet it's like it's games like this that really kill you because we played so well but then it's annoying when you're looking at how well you're playing and you think we could nick something like from this game but then you realise that not only do they have five subs, but their entire bench is ridiculous. I mean, one of their subs scored. Um, which one was it? Was it the young kid? Um, it's not Williams, is it? No, that's that's the fullback. I can't remember his Curtis name. Curtis Jones. That's it. Yeah. Curtis Jones. That was it. He, so he got the he obviously got the goal. The fact that they could just bring on uh, Firmino. And he's a, a young player, mate. Shit. He's a young he's a young player that's that's more or less unproven and and like. He's the one that's come on and scored, which makes it a little bit more sour, a little bit more of a sour taste in my mouth because they yeah. bought on the Hendersons and stuff and the Firminos, but the one that's ended up getting the the second goal is the is their young player. But yeah, like I said, that when you've got the quality they have and they can bring on the players that they they can, if they are playing bad, they can just go, oh fuck it, we'll bring on Henderson, we'll bring on Firmino, and we'll just turn the game, we'll get a goal, and they, and they haven't got to try nearly as hard as we do to get their goal. So it's just. This is what I mean. Like, if we played as well as we did in the previous few games, we'd have 100% nicked up more points than we have, and we could be out of the relegation zone right now. So it's frustrating. Oh, definitely. I mean, the thing is, though, 
that is obviously without a doubt the best we've played since the restart. But not just that, I think that's the best we've played for the majority of the season. And I don't know what I don't know what he changed to make us play that well. But can you imagine if we'd have played like that against the teams like Bournemouth, who did the double over us? And yeah. obviously we beat Norwich. What was it, six-one on aggregate? And then if we'd have played that, if we'd have played like that against teams like that, there's no way we'd be in the position that we're in exactly. right now. Exactly. And like it's, I said, it was annoying. it was a lack of the the final third killer passes that get you goals. But when you're playing a team like Liverpool, they they're, they're going to be harder to come by anyway. It's not as easy to get a, a clean ball into your striker who gets a free shot and goal when you're playing these teams. Whereas, like you said, against the the Bournemouth and the Sheffields or whatever, and and Wolves and Chelsea, maybe if we were able to put ourselves in a position to get those better balls in, I think it would have been easier on us to get them in, and we'd have, we'd have had more shots at goal and would probably would have scored. And I think we'd have got a, we got a draw against Chelsea, and I think we'd have beaten Sheffield. But when you're playing the best team in the league by a landslide, it's the thing that let us down today is a lot harder to come by. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like. Just keep the the one point that I feel like is gonna keep getting brought up with this game is literally what we've just said about how how well we played against a team as hard as Liverpool. I mean, I was expecting us to be praying not to get spanked by the yeah. uh, by the time it was seventy minutes, all, which is when the goal you, was scored. All you saw today was was negative score predictions. Are they going to get a few goals? Or I hope we can at least get yeah, one exactly. goal, even if they're not three or four past us, but. It's a shame we didn't score today because out of all the games we played today, today was the game we definitely deserved to score in. We didn't really deserve to score against Chelsea and we got the goal. So. Oh, 100%. But then it's like it's one of them things where a game like today, with how we played all over the pitch, if we had that... Sh- if we, I reckon if we had Wesley up top in that game, we'd have won it. Because Davis, I didn't really see him do much so matter when he came on I don't think he touched the ball once but obviously you can't you can't bash them for that you can't call them shit for that considering how young yeah. Davis is and how little time Samata was on the pitch which yeah. is actually the only negative that I picked up from this game and that is the substitutions why would you leave them that late and I said to um I said to Joe when we were talking about it like during the game yeah. that because he, he said something about making changes at half time and I said I absolutely would not because of how we'd been playing if you make loads of substitutions that's just going to throw the like the like the game plan out the window and how well we'd been playing yeah. the only change I would have made at any point throughout the game was take Trezeguet off because once again he has proven why Villa fans all over the, like all over the world think he is I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say he's appalling, but he is nowhere near the standard of what we could have got for the money. Yeah, he doesn't make enough impact um, in the side. And I think even Al Ghazi actually today was much better. He was, and it was it was really good today. The the worrying thing was Trezeguet was actually a lot better, but that's still still not a very decent performance from him. And um, yeah. I think... I think it shows how well Anwar came in today and, and, and put a shift in and did more. Like in the first five minutes, he was taken on defenders. And like I was really surprised to see that because he's not done that for nearly enough this season. And yeah, yeah, going back to Trezeguet, it's But then it's a weird one because we haven't got someone to come on for him. I would have thought that, that can make more impact. 
to be fair, Hotter came on and and he he made a decent ball, but again, he didn't get enough time to. I think we've that made the mistake. The most... We've made the mistake of not um, letting Hotter in enough this season because he played early on against Everton and had a good game. I think it was classic at, against Everton. At, at times when Trezeguet has not had a good game because he's mainly started ahead of Algazi. It, it's been Algazi that's come on, and because we've played Grealish at left, we've kind of had to do that. But I think we've we've made a big mistake in not having who's a new player as well who we've just bought, so we should be getting game time. We've not given enough minutes to Hotter, so we can get used to how we play and just to adapt to the league and improve. So we've, we're always having to go to that player like Trezeguet, who we're basically just going off how he played in another league, and he's not making enough impact. One thing that I saw uh, the other day that really like, baffled me, it was about Hotta. And the fact that we didn't we didn't make uh, a proper class winger signing at all in summer or in January. Yet for some reason in January, uh, we tried to loan him out to three different clubs, one in the championship and the others were in a different country. I can't remember what teams it was, but it's just it's again the whole recruitment side of it and whoever deals with that because why would you try and loan out a winger who has hardly played but in the games he has played he's been decent but then not getting a replacement for him and yeah. you can't it's not even like you can say maybe if he'd have gone we'd have brought a replacement in because it would have been a loan it's not like we could have spent the money from him on an, on a replacement it would have literally just been Oh, we'll we'll save a bit of money on wages, and you can't you can't get a winger for that. I mean, even if we'd have got a winger from the um from the free agent uh, listings, even then I would have maybe understood it because it'd be like, well, we've brought someone in that might get uh, ahead of Hotter, but like I say, I think he's been good in the games that he's played. Everton Everton game for, is is the main example from when he assisted. Uh, Wesley's, I think that was his first goal of the season. Yeah. But it's, it, like I say, it's it's annoying that he's not getting <clears throat> enough play time. And I know that I know that Blues fans laugh about how uh, Gary Gardner's doing well for them, but is hardly getting a look in for us. Yeah. But at the same time, Gardner wouldn't have been getting a look in for us. He'd have gone somewhere, regardless yeah, no whether yeah. whether it was Blues or not. He would he would have gone. And even though Hotter hasn't really played. I still think we've had the better end of the deal in that, purely because if Gardner hadn't have gone to Blues, then we'd have just sold him to someone else and not got another player. Whereas giving him to Blues, we got money and hotter. Yeah, listen. In terms of the better, whoever who got the better stick end of the deal, we we hundred percent got it with Hotter because as as much as they'll say that Gary Gardner's. Uh, a staying power in their team and is playing all the time and making an impact for him. He was never going to do that in the Premier League. He was never, ever going to be a, a definitive force in our midfield. Henry Lansbury gets in over Gary Gardner all day long. And yeah, that's he, going, I mean, it, it goes back to us not having the... And, and I don't get it because he's a new player that we bought into play. So it, it goes back to us bringing on Trezeguet every game and not actually risking hotter more in the games of the season. So now when we're bringing him on against Liverpool, the best team in the league, he's looked good, but he's not had nearly enough time to actually get used to the league and play in the system that we're used to. So, yeah, I, it beggars. If belief. we play with wingers next game, I don't want Trezeguet anywhere near 
that lineup. I, I want think... I want Vasilev over Trezeguet, but obviously number one would be uh, Hotter. I think the fact he bought on Hotter shows that he might end up going for that next game. But then you look at next game and it's Man United. It's it's it is it's a cruel mistress, man. It doesn't get any easier for us. I briefly forgot that we had Man United. It's like, you know what? We despite losing, we've come against the champions and and we've played quite positively. Much defense was a bit defensive unit. We've conceded less goals than I thought. Going into the next game now, I think if we can carry this on, we can get points. But then you look and you see we've got Manchester United, who have been absolutely shit hot since they've come back. Oh, even, when yeah, the, even, even when Bournemouth went one nil up, I said to you at the time, I was like, they'll still win. They'll still win. And they did. And yeah, it's 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 fucking hard on us. But yeah, man. I mean, it's the thing is, yes, they've been in great form, but they're still one of those teams where you never know which team is going to turn up they yeah. could they could play as well as they did against Bournemouth and then come to Villa Park and we could shit all over them but then obviously I don't I can't see that happening yeah. I can just see it being more a case of um we could if we play the way that we play today I can see it being a case of either we might be able to nick a draw but then also it might be a case of can only trying to concede one but then if yeah. we if we get done the way Bournemouth did then I think I think that's it over because I can't see us fixing our uh, goal difference beyond if, like another thrashing if we play like today I don't think we'll get turned over like Bournemouth did no because um, Bournemouth played shockingly I, I watched that game and it was absolutely awful you'd be livid if you were a Bournemouth fan watching that game yeah and and if we were going into this game against a team that was in and around to the table, I'd be much more confident. But because of how yeah. they've come back into the restart, and obviously it's it's Manchester United. It's one of those teams where even if they are on a bad form, if you say you're playing a Manchester United, you know you're in for a game, and you know it's going to be a tough one for you. So yeah, Carragher mentioned it at the end as well. We've had such a poor re- points return since the restart, but hopefully we can bring how we play today into the Man United game, but it goes back to the fact that they've been so good since the restart. It's going to be so tough. We're going to, if anything, we're probably going to have to play even harder than we did today because Liverpool have won the league. They've got nothing to play for. Yeah, Man United, and, they've, uh, and they've just Man come U- back of a massive loss. Exactly. Man United are looking in and around the top four, so it's they've got a lot more to play for than the team we've played for today, despite the fact that the quality is different. But it's a shame, man. It's it, it, another point that you could make with the uh, with the whole idea of taking how we play today and playing the same way against uh, United is that we're one of the, we're definitely one of those teams where we can play uh, we can play the way that we played today and then the next game play shocking and that was the case when we had a week between each game but now when we've got when when do we play Thursday? So we've got four days in between it, and we yeah. could still just completely be shocking against United. I mean, obviously, fingers crossed, we're not going to be, but it's it's always a possibility. With Villa. that's what that's what I worry about with us is our consistency. Even today, like I thought, I I I put a tweet up about five minutes into the game. I was like, we we started so well, we looked like we mean business. In the end, it turns out we did actually. We did mean business today, and, and although we did concede that second goal late on, we'd, we'd already given everything we could. We were just It's just down to the quality in the end. Um, we'd already given everything we could, and, and we conceded the second goal, but with us, it is our consistency, and can we bring it into the next game? 
and I was expecting today that we wouldn't be able to even bring it into to the fir- to the next 10 20 minutes of the first half let alone the whole game so if we can bring it into the second game like you said I think it's going to be a tighter game like today and, and we're either going to nick a draw or we'll end up we'll concede a bit later on in the half or we could we might we might concede early and just and our heads might drop and we might concede two or three but it's just so hard to call mm, it it's just it's so annoying when you have a team like us when we can play really well one week and then or for the next purely because it makes you feel like you're watching two completely different teams yeah when it when in reality obviously it's just one team who can be very shocking and i said um i said on twitter that i feel like for the first, I don't know how long it was, maybe first 15 minutes, I thought uh, Jack had a, a relatively poor start to the game. Yeah. Uh, but he, he soon started to get back into it. Yeah. But he then was, at the same time, he never st- he never fully got into it, even, even towards the end of the game, I don't think. We started to find him. We started to find him in the second half in those in those more advanced areas, and, and he was having a bit more impact in the game. And you know what it's like when he's on the edge of the box. You, you sort of feel like there's some, someone's going to come of it. But I, I don't know what the fuck, by the way, Graham Sooness on about before the game. I talked absolute fucking he bollocks, is. mate. I hate him. I always have. I mean, oh, I'm not so um, sure. I'm not so sure about him yet. I'm not convinced. If he's on the ball that time and he's getting fouled, I'm like, mate, are you taking the fucking piss? If this is Mo Salah on the ball so much and he's getting fouled as much as Grealish, 100% Graham Sooness is licking his ass and saying, how fucking class he is. A player of his class winning that many free kicks. Of course, he's world class. For some reason, when it's Grealish, he's holding on to the ball too much. And I said, does he even watch football? There's a reason he's holding on to it. And he asked you because the team around him up to this point is so poor. He's got to he's got to come back into his own half and bring the ball up. And that's not where we want to see Grealish play. But he's literally got to come. And he's beside Tyro Mings and he's asking for the ball. He's the one that's got to bring the team forward. <laughs> and um, I yeah, just chats absolute. But and I thought even though he again he was relatively quiet, you can see to you can see to, it takes a keen eye, but you can see how much difference he makes to the team. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, not to sound like Aston with all my yeah, definitely is, but <laughs> um, but I mean, I think the main takeaway from the game is purely that our team can play like that clearly because we did against the best team in the league and not just the best team in the league but they are quite literally the best team in the world considering they're the yeah, Premier League so holders Champions League holders world, uh, Club World Cup holders it's it's annoying but that's why it's it, so hard to come out of this game and pick out any sort of negative points it's almost it's easier in a way when you play in the way we did against Wolves to talk about it you could talk about it for hours because you could just you could just pick out how shit we were but today we we showed so much more promise and it's a bit frustrating that it seems to be when we play the big teams, we're performing better. I'll go back to the Arsenal game before we got the sending off. We were, we were, we were, a, a, we played very well that game. The Man United game, the two-two, we were a much better game, the better team. Sorry, the first game against Liverpool, the two-two, we didn't even have Grealish and we looked so good. The game against Spurs, not just the first game of this, the first game of the season, but the second game we played, although we lost and it was down to a poor mistake, we looked so much better against them. So it, it the the big frustrating point for me is why are we sort of picking it up against the the bigger teams in the league, but then we're going against the the lesser teams in the league and we're just playing absolutely poor. I just can't get it around my head. 
yeah, it's it, it's one of them where I guess I guess we'll have to see how we um, how we go about the next uh, podcast really because I mean we could we could be looking at the Man United game completely differently because between now and then there could be injuries so like I mean that fake story came out yesterday that Pogba and uh, Fernandez had both injured themselves in training yeah I don't know and if when any that came that. out no it was um it also, was revealed that it was completely just bu- was, it, was it was it false in the end okay also yeah. to even us today Mings Mings had to hot uh, hobble through the game in the end Jack was injured I was convinced yeah. Jack was going to go off in the first half so same but if I mean, we were if we were a much better side you, you probably would have seen Grealish and Mings go off today but we can't afford to lose those players so yeah we, we could be we could be going in with with sort of with nine fit players and Grealish is carrying a knock and Mings is carrying a knock so I think if if we play like we did today and and we can find that killer ball that we miss in the final third Make those chances, take those chances, and we can get we can grab a point from the game. But it's yeah, hundred percent, ten percent, so hard to pull. Right. Well, uh, I think considering we've uh, gone on to start talking about the next game, we should probably save that for uh, save that for the next episode. Um, yeah. We've just reached the twenty minute mark, so I feel like that's a it's a good time to leave it. We've said a, we've made some good points, said said what we need to say about the game. Right then, well, um, thank you for listening, guys, on whatever platform you are on. If you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and drop a like. Comment if there's anything you think we could have done better. Comment if there's anything that you think we've done well. Um, If you're watching on YouTube and wish you could listen to us and do something at the same time, we are on Spotify now as well. I'll uh, I'll put the link to that in the description. Um, And if you're on Spotify, then you can always uh, watch on YouTube as well. Eventually we will be getting face cams as well to make it a little bit more interesting if you are on YouTube. Um, And obviously for both platforms, uh, if you don't mind giving us a follow on Twitter, it's just at Skipper. There'll be a link to that in the description as well, as well as both mine and Jacob's personal accounts. So I think that's, uh, that's all we really need to say. So again, thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.